Hello and happy fall. You're listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real, and I'm your hostess, Lisa. Each week we delve into a different series and see how the Bible written so many years ago still applies today. Thank you for listening. And now on to the show. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday, October, oh my gosh, Friday, November, no, (laughs) hi, rewind, hello, everybody, (laughs) happy September 18th, 2020, holy cow, man, talk about goofing up, and I went forward instead of backwards, oh, So it is Friday, September 18th, 2020. And so we're going to do Wednesday's podcast on Friday and Friday's podcast on Saturday. I feel like Willy Wonka in the original Willy Wonka, you know, when he's like, yeah. So no podcast on Wednesday. So Friday's podcast will be Wednesday's podcast and Saturday's podcast will be Friday's podcast. And then we will be all caught up. If I could do it in um, Gene Wilder's voice from Willy Wonka, I would, but I can't, so we'll just move on. Um, so this week, the theme has been beginning. It is the beginning of the school year, hence my inability to get everything done in a timely manner. I will say that on Wednesday, I cleaned my house. Forgot to do the podcast, but I did clean my house. So we got to celebrate the little things, right? So today for beginnings, I'm going to read from Psalms. No, I'm not. Oh my gosh. I'm going to read it from Ecclesiastes 3. So Ecclesiastes 3.11 says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart. Yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Psalm 3.11, and that was the NIV. Psalm 3.11 from The Voice. Actually, I'm going to start with 10. 10 and 11 from The Voice. I have seen the kinds of tasks God has given each of us to do to keep one busy. And I know God has made everything beautiful for its time. God has also placed in our minds a sense of eternity. We look back on the past and ponder over the future. Yet we cannot understand the doings of God. And then Ecclesiastes 3, 11 from the New Living Translation. I have seen the burden God has placed on all of us. Verse 10. Verse 11. Yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. But even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to to end and on Monday we talked about um, you know the beginning like the beginning of the Bible is um, Genesis right Genesis 1-1 in the beginning and it's the beginning of the school year and one thing that I think we all can agree on 
no matter what it's the beginning of, when you begin something, there's ups, there's downs, there's bumps, there's bruises, there's hiccups. But the important thing is to keep growing and knowing and moving forward. And you know what the benefit of making mistakes is? It means you tried something. And each failure, if you want to call it a failure, is really a success and a lesson learned of what not to do again. So when we think about the beginning, uh, the New Living Translation, verse 10 and 11, God's made everything beautiful in its own time. There are some things that you might not think are beautiful, but then in time they are. We have this one weed, (laughs) and I still don't know what it's called. And it gets almost as tall as me. I'm 5'7", 5'. I was 5'8". Now I'm like 5'7". I'm on the shrinking. And um, it doesn't look like much. It kind of reminds me of like a milkweed plant, but it's not. And it gets tall. It almost gets as tall as me. And the stem is thick. And it's sturdy. And it doesn't look like much. And I'm sure it's a weed. Yet, there was something about it, and I kept letting it grow. And my husband laughed at me because I'm like, don't weed eat that down because I want to see what it is and I want to see what happens to it. He was convinced it was just going to um, be a big stock and we were going to be able to go up and uh, meet, um, you know, climb the beanstalk and meet the, uh, the big bad whatever it was that Jack met at the top of the beanstalk. Yeah, brain fart tonight. I am so sorry. But anyway, back on track. Um, everything's beautiful in its own time. I got to tell you, this weed plant, if it is a real like flower or something, but this weed with a thick stalk with its pretty greens, because it's not even one shade of green. It's kind of like different colored greens. And it's kind of furry, but not furry. It's almost like um, imitation velvet. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, it blossomed. The most beautiful flowers. So this summer, this thing has gotten tall. Like I said, it's as tall as me. But I won't let my husband. But it keeps coming back. And it gets bigger. And the flowers on it are so beautiful. And the butterflies are attracted to it. So I just love it. But it doesn't seem to multiply. So I'm a little disappointed because if I thought it would multiply, I would move it like along my deck. So that the butterflies would kind of surround the deck. But um, it reminds me of milkweed, but it's not. I don't know. So that to me, like I read this verse. God has made everything beautiful for its time. That plant doesn't look very beautiful. It does not look like much. But in its time, it becomes this beautiful, beautiful flower. And it's just breathtaking. Um, He has planted eternity in the human heart. People cannot even see the whole scope of God's work from the beginning to the end. First and foremost, in verse 11, it says... um, 
He has sat eternity in the human heart. No one can fathom. God has placed in our minds a sense of eternity. We cannot understand. He has planted eternity in the human heart. We cannot see the whole scope. So, when you think about that, that that eternal salvation is within our heart, and we cannot sense or grasp on this earth the power, the magnitude, the blessing, the beauty of eternity. And we cannot see that whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. And I don't think personally I would want to. I don't know about you, but I don't want to see beginning to end. My heart would break when you think Put yourself in the place of the disciples and the believers and the non-believers and the people as they watched Jesus carry his cross, as they watched Jesus be nailed to the cross and the blood stream out of his body. To hear the cries of the people. To hear Jesus' one last cry to his Father. To hear Jesus' faithfulness. Not my will, but yours. The power of healing. Hear the crowd chant. Crucify him. Crucify him. Crucify him. In fulfillment of the scripture, they shouted, Crucify him. People cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. And the voice says, We look back on the past and ponder over the future, yet we cannot understand the doings of God. No one can fathom what God has done. What would you do? How would you feel if you were there? As Jesus was being crucified. Would you be able to say, crucify him? Would you be the believer, the non-believer? You know, where do you fall in that? And I, I just can't even wrap my head around it. My paraphrase is, people can't even wrap their head around God's work from the beginning to the end. And we know that that's Friday. Jesus is placed in the tomb. 
Easter Sunday, he's gone. He's risen. He's in heaven. And he returns and he shows himself. But fast forward. Beginning to end. I can't fathom what end times will look like. I can't imagine the rapture. I can't process or understand how I will feel when we all join hands and go to heaven. I can't grasp or understand how I'll feel when I take my last breath. But God does. And it's not our place to do these things. It's His. And God is omnipresent, omnipotent. He's all-powerful, all-knowing. It is not our place to be God. It is our place to trust God, to believe in God, have faith in God. And verse 12 says, So I concluded there's nothing better than to be happy and enjoy ourselves as long as we can. The voice says, I know there's nothing better for us than to be joyful and to do good throughout our lives. That's what we're called to do. It's not our burden or our job to worry about what's happened from in the beginning to the end. That's God. And we need to trust Him and have faith. What if we apply the same philosophy to whatever we're beginning? Maybe you're beginning a new relationship. You're beginning a new career. You're beginning a new school year. You're beginning a new school year like no other school year before. Um, You're beginning your life as a parent. You're beginning to be a homeowner. A first-time driver, um, a friend, a servant, a child of God. Whatever it is that you're beginning, have hope. It's not possible to know what happened before you started this journey. It's not possible to know where you end in the journey. But what is possible is to be happy and enjoy yourself as long as you can and along the way. And pray and trust that it's God's will that you're following. And as you begin, stay steadfast, stay prayerful, and stay strong. For every beginning, there's an end. And that's a fact. There are beginning, there's an end. So some things in our lives will begin and end quickly. Other things will begin and run and move forward for a duration. And then end and the heartbreak is there, right? There's those things that begin and they never end. And they go on forever bringing you joy until you take that last breath. 
There's those things that begin are deep sorrow in your life that grieve your spirit and may or may never completely heal or release until you're called home to Jesus. But there is an end. If you've um, had a chronic illness or watched a level of chronic illness, you know that sometimes that beginning and that end, and it's so hard to know what to pray. But the Bible tells us when we know not what to pray, ask and the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. There will be an end, but sometimes the end isn't what we wanted. And sometimes we don't even truly see the actual beginning. We see the beginning that someone else wanted us to see. You know, I... You know, I think of people with cancer that possibly know or knew they had cancer, but they wait to tell their family and friends because they want to enjoy the love and the happiness without pity, without that look of fear in the eyes of those that love them. Their beginning is different than our beginning. But the end of their time here on earth will be the same regardless of when and where the beginning was. So, beginning. Let's end on a happy note. This is just way deeper than I planned on going on a Friday. Whatever it is you're beginning, know that there's an end. And God created the world. And began, you know, the world and life and human life and breath. And God's the only one that knows when all this is going to end. And it's not our job to understand, to inquire, or even try to comprehend when, why, and how, right? Our job is to be happy and enjoy yourselves while you're serving God and sharing his love with others and growing his kingdom and trusting him and praying to him to lead you forward in the journey. So as you begin, whatever it is you're beginning today, keep your eyes focused on God and whether this beginning is a quick end or a long end, I pray that you grow and heal and share and have great success. Not success in the eyes of the world, but success in the eyes of the Lord. Have a wonderful Friday. Um, And tomorrow, Saturday, I will put up the third part to the series on beginning. Thanks for listening. And that's a wrap, folks. You've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And I'm your hostess, Lisa, and I want to thank you for listening. If you can, be sure to favorite the podcast and share it with your friends and family. And if you leave a review, that's appreciated too. Until next time, keep it real. And thanks for listening.